Pushing through, I am Tate Frazier, and always I am joined by the kid BJ Armstrong, and it is Thursday, October 8th, and I am in Montana in the middle of nowhere, BJ. And this is one of my favorite things about this podcast. I tell you I'm in Montana, and you give me the BJ side eye, and you say, for what? <laughs> Wait, first of all, what are you doing? Are you are you visiting like Phil Jackson? What are you doing in Montana? What are you, what are you doing right now in Montana? No, you, no disrespect to Montana, you know, to to all of our Montana listeners. Yes, they're out oh, here, BJ. Yeah, what what do you do? Okay, you're hiking, and then you mm. do what? Podcasting. That's that's where I'm. That's what I'm doing right now, and I'm trying to find Phil Jackson. So if you can pass along his information, I'll reach out to him. I'll even go to Wyoming to find him if I have to. Uh, but yeah, I'm in the middle of nowhere, BJ. I'm in. I'm looking at trees in the forest. Uh, there's a national park and a lake right behind me. Uh, it's it's a beautiful time. But aside from all that, we got NBA Finals talk because that's still happening. You know, a lot of people, right. like we said on the last podcast, they wanted to be done with the finals. Jimmy Butler said no. He extended it, and then we have. A pretty epic game four, back and forth game four. The Lakers were calling this a must win. But let's check on what you pointed out in the last podcast, which is AD, the crowding of AD by Iguodala and Jay Crowder. What did you see in game four? Did the Heat do that again? Did it work? Uh, is it a series? These are my first questions for you. Well, it did work. And mm. I was really attuned to watching just that little aspect what was he going to do? And he made adjustments. Mm. So the first two or three plays of the game, they came right at AD and they wanted to get him the ball on the move. Yep. So I'm going to give coach Vogel credit. You know, he didn't put AD in isolation. He didn't ask AD to take his matchup one-on-one and create offense. He did things to take advantage of his size by, you know, slashing him, getting the ball on the move mm. and allowed him to always have a sp- you know, people to pass the ball to. Now, AD was very decisive in his offensive moves, right? If he had the ball, he never held the ball for more than two seconds. Mm-hmm. 1,001, if he couldn't shoot it, he moved it right on. He set screens, he dove to the basket. He, when he, If he did catch the ball, he went straight up to his shot. So AD was very aware of what was going on, which I thought was like kind of funny. Like it took like, I don't know if it took us to say it, but someone said it and brought it to his attention and he was very decisive. Now, the other thing that I thought he did was, which great players do, is they make the adjustments because a great player never plays, you know, has back-to-back bad games. Mm-hmm. But the thing that AD did I thought was outstanding was he didn't allow his offensive output to affect his contribution or significance and put his imprint on the game. And that I must give him credit for. Defensively, he was terrific. Mm-hmm. And I don't no, and I can't think of another player who is, let's, for more or less, he is a center mm-hmm. in today's game that can be at the center position and then go out and guard Jimmy Butler on the perimeter with no help. Mm-hmm. That, to me, is a luxury that you have if you're Frank Vogel that only Anthony Davis can really do. I thought it was, a, I thought it was in the Lakers' best interest as well when they took AD and said, enough with this playing with a center, whether that was Dwight Howard in this series or JaVale McGee in past series, 
they just said we're going exclusively with AD at the five. Mm-hmm. Now, that is significant because it puts a lot of pressure on the defense of the Miami Heat because suddenly now you have five players who can shoot from the perimeter, which creates spacing mm-hmm. for their players, and they can't take away everything. I never would have imagined that the person that was going to make key shots were the role players, mm-hmm. one being KCP. KCP had a drive to the basket, right, all mm-hmm. because of the spacing on the floor. And then one of the most unusual plays was Rondo gets an uncontested layup at the basket at a critical moment of the game. Mm-hmm. Now, that's critical. Why? Because the last thing you're going to give up on a defensive stop in the last four minutes of a game is an uncontested layup, especially with a team that is as detailed as the Miami Heat. But because of Anthony Davis and LeBron James, and they were picking on two players, Duncan Robinson, our good friend, Mm -hmm. and they were picking on Tyler Hero to exploit them in the matchup, they they chose to to give up a layup to Rondo, which... It's just really unheard of, especially when you get to the NBA Finals. You just don't have a slip-up like that. But that's the game we play in today. And um, and going back to Anthony Davis, I think Anthony Davis really made a significant contribution uh, how he really was able to impact the game. And a lot of these things are happening, even though he wasn't in those plays, it was all because of him. Because you can't leave Anthony Davis. You can't leave LeBron James. KCP gets to the basket. Mm-hmm. Rondo gets to the basket. I'm looking at the game going, what? But then I have to remind myself, it's 2020. It's uh, the new, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a new era. It's a new game. and uh, But to see these things happen, you know, I was pretty, uh, it was pretty amazing to watch. Yeah, I mean, KG said it after the 2008 championship. He said anything is possible. And I think that's the world that we live in as far as basketball right. terms. I mean, the, Steve Kerr came out and said that the Heat, you know, have been influenced with what the Warriors did with their offense. We talked about what they were doing defensively and the Warriors' influence there. And you talked about AD moving in the five. And, you know, that five-out offense that Coach Sturr brought up, that, that it boot in holes or runs, like, that is the space. And then Duncan is one-on-one with KCP. They like that matchup. He goes at Duncan. He gets an easy layup. AD is great on the defensive end. But then uh, I had to bring up the jab step because the the game ceiling three, if we had an Elam ending in this game, it would have been the Anthony Davis three at the top of the key there. He gets the jab step off. He gets the three up. It goes in. And that's pretty much like the moment. So it did seem he kind of defeated a little bit of the demons from the game before. So that's if you're a Lakers fan or just a Lakers, you know, supporter in any sort of way, that has to be good news, right? To see AD kind of get over that hump in this series. Yeah, AD, you know, he he played an outstanding game. I mean, yeah. no doubt about it. That was a big time shot. I think he made the the three from the top from the yeah. top of the top of the key area. And, you know, LeBron James, you know, he had one of those games where you you know, you look up and he's got 20 something points, 10 something rebounds, 9 or 10 assists. And the one thing about LeBron James I want to give him credit for is this is the first year where I think I've had a deep appreciation for LeBron James. Mm-hmm. And yes, he didn't get the MVP. Yes, there were some there was a large you know um, group of people in the media fans that thought he should have been the MVP, but what he was able to accomplish this year at this age for him to be you know, I think he would finish second in the MVP voting. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a tremendous accomplishment. For him and here's why because 
to watch him play at this level at this age, it really is kind of an amazing thing to watch. And I was watching him closely in, in game four just to see, you know, at a certain age, Tate, you know, your mind is saying do it, but your body just won't do it. LeBron James is still giving maximum effort and energy even at this age. And for him to finish second this year, that's a tremendous accomplishment. It, 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 it really is because, you know, that man is what, 30, what, five? He's 35, 35. Yeah. 35. And, and I was just saying to myself, that to me just says everything about what he's been able to do for the longevity of his career. I mean, year 17, you're still playing and you're still, if you're not the best player on your team, okay? He is the second best player on his team, but he's still a top five player in this league mm -hmm. in year 17. That's a lot of miles on that body. There's a lot of wear and tear on that body and he's still there. Now, my question as I was watching the game, and I don't know why my mind works this way, Tate, <laughs> but I was like, can he get six championship rings, right? He'll he'll probably get four. Yep. And I was looking at it, I was like, he probably can. Mm -hmm. He probably can. Mm -hmm. But then I asked the question, can he get six championships as the lead guy? I don't know if that's possible. Mm -hmm. But will he get, because he's beginning to delegate. Yeah, you know, he's exactly. beginning to delegate, which is understandable. I mean, in year 17, he I deserves mean, it. He deserves to delegate. Well, it, well, you know, I just remember Kareem and Magic, right? I've only mm. I've only seen it a couple of times, right? Kareem was the guy, then all of a sudden it goes like this and then it's Magic, then it's Kareem, but mm -hmm. they're still winning championships. Mm -hmm. Tim Duncan has done some Tim Duncan went from the number 1 guy to the number 2 guy to the number 3 guy to the number 4 guy. By the end he was a number 5 guy, but they're still winning championships. Yep. I think LeBron James clearly can go from the number 1 guy without question. Right? Mm -hmm. I I still think he is the leader of this team, of this group. But if he can if he, the only way I think he gets to 6, what if they add another player? Mhm. Mm or it suddenly it flips and Anthony Davis now is able to take on the leadership role. LeBron James still would be an amazing number two guy. Mm -hmm. He would be an amazing number two guy. And I was just looking at what was going on during the course of the game. And it just made me think of, and the reason I was thinking of it is I was like, this is such an unusual year for the NBA, for sports, for life in general. But for him to be able to perform in this environment at this age and adjust his life, right? He's not like some single guy like mm -hmm. Duncan Robinson who came on. It was like, oh, man, this is great. I just get the chance to play basketball. I mean, he's married. Yep. He has a family. Yep. For him to maintain this focus under this environment, it really is an amazing thing to, to watch him play at this level in year 17. And I got to say, you know, Watching him now is like I have a deep appreciation. Mm -hmm. I have a deep appreciation. He, he doesn't need to win the MVP. The fact that he's playing at this level says something about who he is, being able to sustain and stretch out in year 17 to play. I mean, he's playing, you know, MVP caliber basketball. He's mm -hmm. still a top five player in this league. I don't know if we've seen a player have this long of a run. I mean, 
And the way he looks, he looks as if he could maybe sustain this for another two or three years at this level. Yeah. I don't know how he's doing it, but he looks like he could. And uh, so I, as I was watching game four, that's what was going on in my mind. Well, that's a great point because I think a lot of people in, in LeBron's whole career, ever since he wore 23 for the first time and he was introduced to the world at the age of 16, he has been chasing, like he even said at one time, the ghost of Michael Jordan, right? So six rings is all he's ever heard his entire career. Six and oh, that's the, that's the argument that he has basically been put up against by the media. And his whole career, it's felt like he has this sort of, uh, you know, I have to prove to you that I am the best. And I, I think that's really important what you just said that, He's at the point in his career that we need to have a reverence and a respect for the longevity of the fact that he has been an all-NBA top five guy, yeah, potentially yeah. at two positions, right? Like, he's playing point guard now, and he's playing small forward in the same way that AD's playing power forward and center. We mentioned that, you know, a couple shows ago. He is that elite at this point, and it doesn't have to be this game that we're all playing, this media game, which is, you know, the GOAT debate. Yeah. Who cares about that? Just the, well, the appreciation for him being able to carry a team in – basically lead this team like you said that shows a yeah. lot about the growth and maturity over the years I, I don't think you can run from the goat debate right you know yeah, i don't yeah. think you can run from it you know and being able to you know watch both right and you know i played against and with one and then being able to watch lebron i don't think you can run from the debate i mean jordan was just he was just a unique player right it was just a unique player i don't think there is a debate on mm -hmm. both sides of the ball but as I'm watching LeBron here, you know, I just watched him in the last game, right? Like, he's carved out a niche to be mm -hmm. the best version of himself, which is, yep. you know, he's had a sustained level of excellence, whether you're a LeBron James fan or not, that's undeniable. Mm -hmm. And the one thing I was saying to myself, I was like, yeah, he's He's, he may not be as efficient of an offensive player as Jordan. He may not be the same, you know, defensive player as Jordan, right? So there's nothing else to to debate here, right? There, you know, I don't think we'll debate. He's not as good on the offensive end, and he's not as good. But, but what I was thinking, I was like, how can he ex extend his career to where he has such a a length of excellence that's really only Undeniable. his lane? Yeah. It's like only his lane. Mm -hmm. Like I was thinking watching the game because I was like, wow, that, that's that's pretty amazing, right? Because as you get older, your body just doesn't respond. If LeBron James plays this out and he's able to figure out his, you know, what he's comfortable doing and whatever he has for himself yeah. or whatever he thinks of himself, he really could stretch out his level of excellence well beyond like 40 because mm -hmm. he could Tom Brady it basically. I mean, just, just think about this. Just think about yeah. this. He's the point guard now mm -hmm. in year 17. Okay. He could easily be a power forward and be a version of like a Carl Malone. He's every mm -hmm. bit as the size of Carl Malone. Yeah. He could be a power forward right now and be a top five player. Okay. Or you could put another lead guard alongside of him and just say, you know what? You're just going to be a three-man right now. Mm -hmm. And LeBron James could average 20 points in his sleep. Yep. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right? So he's the point guard right now leading the league in assists. But he could easily go to the small forward position. Without question, he could go to the power forward position. 
And he could stretch out this career for another five years mm -hmm. at a sustained level, which yep. to me would give him his own lane. Like, mm -hmm. look, no one, I don't think we'll see six for six again in the finals. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's possible for him to say, to try to even compete with that anymore. But he can carve out his own lane right now. Mm -hmm. And I had a, uh, as I was watching this, I just had an appreciation for what I saw him do in the last game, more than mm -hmm. any other time I've watched his career. The I could, it reminded me of when I first saw him play, because mm -hmm. I thought the possibilities were endless. I saw yeah. him play his freshman year at St. Vincent, at St. Vincent High School. I think that's yeah, St. Vincent. High. I saw him play, and I mm -hmm. had a, a deep appreciation for. It. I was like, wow, he could be whatever. <laughs> he could be a point guard. He could be a two. He could be a three, four because of his size. I mean, I saw that and to see him be able to sustain this and be able to do this and extend it out. I think he could play another four or five years, Tate, if properly managed, mm -hmm. if properly managed. I think he could do this and maybe there's a chance he could get six championships now. Mm -hmm. Will he get six and will he be the lead guy? I don't think I don't think the energy that you need to do that is there. Maybe. Who knows? I, I, I know anything's possible now because his window now has been extended farther than even. I don't know if there's ever been a window of excellence for this length of time. Mm -hmm. But do I think he can get six championships? I really do. Tate, and I think with that. There could be an appreciation for him in a whole different way because he would carve out his lane. Mm -hmm. Forget the ghosts. Let's just carve out your lane mm -hmm. to be able to do what you do and uh, be able to do it. And I, I think it's possible for him. Yeah, both changed the game. They made their own lane. And we know that they're not the same. That's, that is what right. it is. Right, right. Just and let that, that go. That, Stop yeah. facing that Jordan. Just let yeah. that go. Let, yeah. that's, that's, that, 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 that ship has sailed. Mm-hmm. But he has a chance now to really say, you yeah. know what? When we talk about a career, when we talk about a career, like I can only think of Kareem. I can only think of Tim Duncan, mm -hmm. who's had this length or this amount of time and been at this level for their entire career. I think he has a real chance to carve out the LeBron James lane if, um, you know, if he chooses to do that. Mm -hmm. And if you just look at it, I mean, this is a decade, right? He goes to the Heat in June of 2010, and now we are in October of 2020, and we are playing, you know, he's on the Los Angeles Lakers. He's playing for a championship. He's the leader of that team. And you mentioned all the roles that he can play. He's kind of tried them out all at different points in his career. Like 2011, Dwayne Casey in the zone, you know, come out, and then he kind of works on his post game there, which is something if he goes to the power forward position and becomes Carl Malone late in his career, that's probably going to come in handy. He's also been able to kind of pass the ball off to another league guard whether it be Dwayne Wade or Kyrie Irving he knows what that looks like as well right so, so he's already played these roles prior and he's already tried them out so when he is in this like it's kind of like with age right you, your game gets better but you just hope your body can keep up you know what you know would be cool yeah, you know what would be cool to do okay he's he's you know he he won the assist he led the league this year to assist it yeah. would be really cool if he could lead the league in rebounding and he would like if, if someone I think that, that would be him, yeah that would go. be really really cool <laughs> if he could do that because okay. you know what who can lead the league in assist and rebounds? Like, 
that's a pretty that would be a pretty cool thing right you know there's a lot of people who lead the league in, in scoring and that would be cool but if you could lead the league one year and assist and then turn around and lead the league in like rebounds that would be really really cool that would be a huge that would be a huge statement if you could yeah. really do that i think that would be that would be a fantastic thing to uh to watch a player do that because it's very unique quick break to get a word from our sponsor nitsa it can be a little frustrating especially if you're in a hurry or running late to find yourself at a railroad crossing waiting for a train. And if the signals are going and the train's not even there yet, you may feel a bit tempted to try and sneak across the tracks. Well, don't ever. To the naked eye, trains often appear to be further away and moving slower than they are. And they can't stop quickly. Even if the engineer hits the emergency brakes right away, it can take a train over a mile to stop over a mile to stop by that time it's too late and the result is a potentially deadly crash the point is you can't know how quickly the train will arrive the train can't stop quickly even if it sees you it ends in disaster if the signals are on the train is on its way and you just need to remember one thing stop trains can't and we're also brought to you by DraftKings. week four of football is in the books and now it's time to review the tape and get ready for week five there is no better place to get in on all the action than with DraftKings sportsbook america's top rated sportsbook app to add to the excitement of week five DraftKings sportsbook is bringing back their can't miss offer if you haven't tried DraftKings sportsbook yet head to the app store now because you don't want to miss this DraftKings sportsbook is giving all new users the chance to receive a sign-up bonus up to one thousand dollars on top of that great sign-up offer DraftKings offering up great odds that will boost every Sunday to help you make it rain. DraftKings is safe, reliable, and secure, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your own convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code LASTDANCE when you sign up and get up to $1,000. That's code LASTDANCE to get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000 for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, call one 809 with it back to pushing through when he went to LA in 2018 you know you did not foresee this this window would extend you know it seemed right. you know there were a lot of people that pointed that out why is he going to Los Angeles what is there and he gets Anthony Davis to come there with him he extends his window and now they have a chance to bring in I mean who knows another big name a point guard a, a shooting mm-hmm. guard you know people have talked about Bradley Bill before we're not going to speculate but that that is an option for his future, and I think the the idea of chasing that is fun. And if he cha- if he chases it like Tim Duncan did, and it doesn't feel like he's trying to make it, you know, the LeBron versus Jordan chase. It's like yeah, the journey know, of the Lakers as he is the leader of that team, and and I think it's more Kareem, if anything. And that's you know, cool. you know, to, it, it 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 re, you know, I, I don't know why I was I was just literally just watching him. I, I literally was just <laughs> watching LeBron in the last yeah. game. And a quick story. This was the first time I felt I've watching LeBron and, and and I I was just watching LeBron. Like it has taken me since I've seen him play, start watching him play in high school. It has taken me quite some time to like say, okay, this is who LeBron is. Mm-hmm. Like for the first time, like I was like, that's LeBron James. Mm-hmm. Like, no, he's not Jordan. No, he's not. This is LeBron James. And 
I have to thank Scottie Pippen for helping me to see and appreciate like truly who he is because playing with Scottie Pippen was like a unique experience for me because Scottie Pippen was a small forward mm-hmm. when he came into this league. And the small forward position at that time was surrounded by scores, right? You had Larry Bird, you had uh, James Mark Worthy, yeah. Mark Aguirre, Dominique Wilkins. Mm-hmm. But Scotty wasn't any of those players. Mm-hmm. Scotty Pippen was Scotty Pippen. <laughs> and it wasn't until you allowed Scotty Pippen to be Scotty Pippen did you have an appreciation for Scotty Pippen, right? And in practice, we would have this drill in practice where the bigs were on one end and the littles were on the other. <laughs> and Scotty Pippen was the only player that had to go to both. Mm-hmm. He had to go with the bigs and do the big work down there because he had to defend the posts and do, and do all the things and rebound. And then he had to come down on the other end. And I remember I remember vividly asking him, I was like, so Scotty, like, man, you got to do twice the work as everybody else every single day. And he was like, I would get so bored if I only played one position. <laughs> and he said it like, he said it like, mm-hmm. like it, he didn't give it a second thought. Like he mm-hmm. wasn't like, he, he thought about it or it was like, he was like, I just have to do a lot of different things to to stay engaged in the game. He was like, I love it. And I was like, really? He was like, he was like, yeah, you know, some days when I'm tired, I like to work more with the bigs. <laughs> I can, I can push. Then when I'm feeling good, I like to come down here and do the guards. But he was like, I get the chance to work on my game according to who I'm playing this week. Mm. Now, he said this to me, this was like year two and whatever. I didn't think nothing about it. It wasn't until I got to year 10 that I recall this conversation because as a guard, what's the one thing that us small guards lose? Well, until we lose our speed and quickness, we don't get a chance to figure out and go to another thing in our game like Mm -hmm. big guys do, right? You lose your speed and quickness and you're big, you just start pushing a little more. You just get stronger, right? Mm-hmm. As a guard, you lose your speed and quickness. Allen Iverson, Jason Kidd, <laughs> Stephon Marbury, those guys kept coming. They kept getting faster and faster. Yep. Scotty Pippen taught me how to watch and appreciate LeBron James. Because LeBron James, you just can't put him at one place. If I just said, be a scorer, couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. If I said, just be a point guard, he couldn't do it. If I just made him to a, 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 a 6'9", 260 power forward and said, just set screen, rope, he couldn't do it. But if I allow him to do a little bit of this, do a little bit of that, mm-hmm. be creative in his own way, and with the creativity comes the following, which when I watched the last game, I said, that was Scottie Pippen all over again. You got to allow him to make mistakes and have turnovers. Mm-hmm. Scotty Pippen was the only player that I ever played with where if Scotty had nine turnovers, he could still play a great game. Mm-hmm. LeBron James has turnovers. You just got to live with it because the positives that he's going to do is going to outweigh the negatives. Mm-hmm. But his creativity of trying to do things, Scotty was always trying to do things. 
you know, the only time we would say, Scott, after like eight turnovers, would be like, okay, Scott. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, Reel okay. it in, Scott. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. After, <laughs> but you had to, he had to have the freedom to play that way or else mm. he wasn't going to be. So it has taken me a long time to say, you know what? That's who he is. Mm-hmm. And I think I finally have come to appreciate what he does on the court because he's just done it for so long now in so many different ways. And the only person that I can truly compare that mindset, not the player, just the mindset was, you know, you got to watch him from a lot of different angles. Like Mm -hmm. you can't just watch him, you know, because he has been the best player on the floor with this unique skill set. And he just does it in a different way. And it's been so long now that I'm like, oh, wow. Like, that's who he is. And it's taken me 17 years to say, okay, I finally can see and appreciate what LeBron James is really all about as a player. Because it's, he's just, he's just not the, you can't watch him from the lens of just watching, you know, who's the best two guard or who's the best point guard, who's the best. (laughs) He's, uh, you know, he has a chance right now, I think, to create his own little unique space in this in this sporting world. Yeah, there's only one LeBron James, and uh, he, he is Exactly. He, he, that's, that's the key. LeBron James. If you said Skyhook, you know exactly who you're thinking about. If you mm-hmm. said, you know, you know, the best two guard. You know who what that lane is. If you said, you know, powerful athletes, you know who that is. If you said the best defensive center, you but if you just said this is his area, you know, he's the LeBron James of, you would be like, okay, that guy must have had an incredible career. An mm-hmm. incredible career. Mm-hmm. Not just part of his career. I mean, this guy has been this guy hasn't had one of those dips yet. Yeah, you know, he's mm-hmm. he's been he's been pretty much like this the whole yeah. way. Yeah, if you say someone's a LeBron James of their field now, that is the that is the th- that is a pure compliment. That means that you have a sustained been, longevity yeah. of excellence. Yep, and, and and that that was like, and I'm okay with that. That's respect. <laughs> I'm okay. Yeah. I, I, I'm I'm okay with that, and having the respect of the lane that he carved out for himself because you can't take that away. And mm-hmm. every athlete who's laced up those shoes will say that. Oh, yeah. man, this man is in year seventeen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. I, I remember when I when I when I started getting old, I wanted to play. I wanted to work out. Just couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Knock on wood. He's had the fortune of of, of good health, good luck, and um, that's it. That's that's incredible to watch. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, one more thing before we get out of here, BJ, uh, I just want to ask you: going into Game Five, we got a three-one series. Uh, you said that it worked, you know, technically on Anthony Davis. So there is some hope. For the Heat, Bam Adebayo did come back, but they weren't running too much action through Bam. Bam obviously isn't you know at the tip-top Bam shape that we saw maybe in the last round. But do you foresee the Heat maybe causing some problems tonight, or do you think you know the LeBron and the Lakers are just it's time? Everyone can leave the bubble and we have a champion. Well, you know, you know, take the the toughest game to win is always the closeout game. Yep, that's the toughest game to win, and. The Lakers, I'm sure, want to close this out as quickly as possible. You don't want to come back Sunday and with the chance of that thing being tied up 3-3. 
<laughs> and then have to go to a game seven. Okay. Um, we don't want to, we don't want to go there. Just ask the Clippers. <laughs> you yeah. don't want to go there. You want to mm-hmm. close this out. So mm-hmm. I think that the Lakers are in position to win this and win it tomorrow night. I really think they are in position. Coach Spoel, every single game thus far, has come out with a different game plan. Mm -hmm. That's respect. I respect the fact that, you know what? He's not saying this is how we have to play to win. He's saying this is how we have to play today to win so that we can get to tomorrow. Mm -hmm. He's come out with four different game plans. He's come out with four different game plans. And out of those four, two of them, they had a chance to win, and they won one. Mm -hmm. They had a chance to win game four. Mm-hmm. They were a couple possessions away from winning game four. Okay? So, Coach Spo is going to keep fighting because all of us who've been around, we're old enough to know that anything is possible, mm. especially in 2020. Absolutely. <laughs> especially. So, mm-hmm. the Lakers, you know, I would proceed with great caution because Coach Spo is going to have something. Now, mm-hmm. whether or not you can do it, but he will have something. And you can see, technically, if you watch it in the games, right, like you and I have, he's taken away things from the Lakers. I mean, yep. he's made Anthony Davis adjust his game. Mm-hmm. He's forced the Lakers to go to their role players to make key plays during perhaps the biggest moments of the season. Mm-hmm. That's respect. Okay, it wasn't like we expect LeBron James and Anthony Davis to make big plays. Raise your hand if you said KCP was going to make the biggest play of the game. Mm-hmm. KCP came out in the first quarter. He had like 10 points. Yep. So the Miami Heat are, you know, they 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 are up for the challenge. And I'm sure because as I was watching the game, I felt they had a chance to win the game. Mm-hmm. They had a chance to win that game late in that game. Mm-hmm. And give the Lakers bench credit. Give Frank Vogel credit for starting AD at the center. At the, I mean, there was a lot of moving things going on during that game. Mm-hmm. And if maybe one thing doesn't go right or one basket here or there, maybe it's a different outcome. So I'm the Lakers. I'm trying. I, I don't want to play with this Miami team mm-hmm. because I, I said uh, all along, they're playing with house money. They're not, they're not supposed to be in the finals anyway. Mm-hmm. They're not supposed to be here. So what do they have to lose at this point? And uh, and I give them credit. Being down with the injuries and the players that they have, for them to be able to, to do what they're doing, um, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised, but if I'm the Lakers, man, close this out. Get rid of this group. <laughs> yeah, get rid of this group. Because like you said, I mean, the Lakers came into that last game. They said it was a must-win game. You saw the relief after the game from the Lakers locker room. I mean, Rondo makes a huge play down the stretch, which is a, you know, a slip-up in the finals for the Heat. They said that they were a couple possessions away from getting a win. You heard it from Spolstra. You just said it yourself. So there is still a lot of 
you know, basketball to be played, even if it is just one game, there's going to be a chess match uh, between Vogel and between Spolstra. And obviously, you know, between LeBron and Jimmy Butler, those two guys are going at it back and forth. So it is a it's a good series for basketball. And if they ended on Friday, we'll come back and we'll, we'll talk about, the, you know, the fallout of the finals and the Lakers winning. If not, we'll talk about the fact that we really do have a series. You know, I asked you that question after game two, is it a series? And you said you were waiting to see what happened with AD. They got a win in game three, and that would be something for the Miami Heat. So we got a lot of storylines left, but I, I appreciate the basketball talk, BJ. And I think uh, I think that I, I think yes. a lot of people, like you said, have come into this season and found that appreciation for LeBron because that that is important too. Because we're not supposed to be putting yeah. people down all the time. We're supposed to be saying that man, greatness is in front of yeah. us, and it's impressive. Absolutely, and and and, and that is, you know, because I could never put my finger on it. And yeah. I, I, you know, when you play with these, you know, you can't, it's like an artist. You can't just put an artist and just say, this is what it, they're an artist, you know? And, you know, I just go back to the one player, you know, Scott, Scotty just taught me about like, you know, you just, he just doesn't, he just, he's just Scotty. I don't know what he does. <laughs> he just, he just, mm-hmm. But LeBron is, he really is just like, yeah, you, you you know, if you watch the game and you said this about him, if you said, you know what, God, if I was, like, it's easy for me to say, God, if I was 6'9", 260, I would just average 40. <laughs> because, you know what, that's my mindset. Like, as a, as yeah. a little guy, I'm going, God, if I was bigger, I would just like. Go at these dudes. Yeah. yeah, but you just can't do that. Mm-hmm. Right, I mean, not only is he, you know, or, you know this this artist, right? I mean, he his leadership this year has been it's been pretty impressive. Yep. Like Tate, last year this team wasn't in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Tate, I'm gonna say it again. Last year this team wasn't in the playoffs. They're up three one in the NBA Finals. take that, 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 that's a that, okay with all of the, the the new players anthony it wasn't like anthony davis came in and it, this is anthony davis's first finals yep lebron james has really i've never seen him defer this much to any player that he's he, played with he he we talked about passing the baton in basketball and how important that is he is passing it to ad he's and that's impressive ad is learning literally on the job yep and getting an excellent example on how to manage how to lead how to get your guys ready how to rally your troops okay mm-hmm. this is this is something that's very unique okay and for again for him to be this engaged at this length of time at year 17 i mean I mean, this guy is, you know, let's just say this is something we haven't seen before. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why we're even talking about it, but I just, I, I just, I was just watching him last game. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I get it now. I get it. And it, if it wasn't for Scottie Pippen, I probably wouldn't have got it. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have got it because Scottie just, he, he was just, it was like, there were there were like ten other players on the floor, 
Okay. And then there was a Scotty because Scotty was mm-hmm. just. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> he dabbles in everything. He just dabbles. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, you know, today he's working with the centers. Why? Like, mm-hmm. well, we might need him, you know. <laughs> and then we did need him at the center position because he was guarding Bill Lambeer. <laughs> and then he would go play the guard. Well, yeah, we, we need him there because he had to guard Mag- Magic Johnson. Yeah, we need him at the small. Yeah, he had to guard Larry Bird. I mean, he just dabbled. Like, you know, it was no rhyme or reason why you did anything with him, but you just did it. And I mean, who would think to put a 6'9, 260 pound guy in a screen roll and watch him split the screen roll? How, do, how does a guy that big even split a screen roll? <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. He's downhill split a for a dunk. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, Tate, he's 6'9, 260. How does he split a screen roll? Like that's something like us little guys should be doing. Mm-hmm. How does he split a screen roll? It's just different. It's just it's one just, of one. It's just 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 a different. Yeah. But you got to let him do it. Will he do it all the time? No. But he may do it one time, and you're like, that's pretty. That's that's pretty good. Like 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 <laughs> as a guard, I was like, that's pretty good, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. I mean, because you got to get through that little space. Like you're six nine two sixty. How do you make yourself little? You can't even get little at mm. that side. But mm. he did it in a critical moment and finished at the basket. Like, all right, you do a little bit of this. You know, it reminds me of the song. You can get with this, and yeah, you, you can, can go get with, with that. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's it. That's LeBron. That's the LeBron that's, experience. Uh, that's it. That is, that's it. That you is know? pushing through for today. We got the NBA Finals Game 5 tomorrow night. Appreciate you, BJ. I'm going to try to find what to do in nature here in Montana, and hopefully I'll make it back to L.A. for our next show. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> I'll watch out for the Bears. All right. Do it. <laughs>